Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Tyson, Harris, Young, Graham, Bartha, Galifianakis, Helms and Cooper. We're looking at 2009's The Hangover. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts and my name's Mark. And I'm the Scottish guy, I'm John. Scottish guy! Hi! How are you? I I'm alright buddy, this, uh, it was Gand- bonfire night last night. So you very nearly the- said it was Gandhi, didn't it you? It was Gandhi night. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, bonfire night last night so the dogs yeah. were going crazy so but. What a night. What a, what, oh, oh, what a, a night. A lot of rockets oh, in Glasgow, I'll tell you that. <laughs> There's plenty of fucking rockets in Glasgow. There's a few in Carlisle as well, I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, and this week, we are joined by a bunch of special guests. This is very exciting for us. Uh, we are joined by the team from Drunk Theory. Hi, Hi everybody. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? We are fantastic. Uh, y'all have most of us today. My husband, unfortunately, is working on building a garage. So during oh. the day, if he's off, he has to be working on that. Oh, God, that's such a productive thing. To I was going to say, is he doing something like cleaning something? Building a no, garage but, sounds really yeah. productive no, for a weekend. <laughs> he is building a garage from scratch. And it's actually coming out kind of fantastic. Like, is it not, Kara? Like, they're doing it a is. It looks like a garage. He's doing He's building a garage, and you guys are building bridges with the Brits. Exactly. That's great. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm trying Hands to think across the Atlantic. What's a, what's a collective? What podcasters known as? I was trying to think uh, of a collection of podcasters. I'm thinking of pods. A, a, pods. a think. pod of casters. <laughs> a pod of casters. Yes, this is just diplomacy. Like, is it? We, we've got your Biden. <laughs> He's in Glasgow. <laughs> you can eventually have him back. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so do, you, do you want? Do you all want to tell our listeners who y'all are? Sure. Yeah. So um, we are Drunk Theory, and right now you have me. I'm Kelly, and I am the nerdy bartender. Um, Kara is here, and her husband Ryan. My husband Matthew is also part of the show, but as I said, he's building the garage. So you only get three out of four of us today, but we'll we'll try to make up for it with our drunkenness and funniness. <laughs> as Meatloaf says, uh, <laughs> three out of four ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What we do. Uh, we do drunken conspiracies, so we get drunk, and as a family, we sit around and talk about, you know, funny conspiracy things. Um, so we're talking about cryptids, we're talking about, you know, Bigfoot, we're talking about things like birds aren't butter. real and flat earth, and yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we did a whole episode on butter. We did do a whole episode on butter, and I apologize for that. <laughs> Because <laughs> I got so drunk, um, I'll, I'll be correcting that on TikTok later. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, people think we're funny. We're a comedy show, um, and yeah, we just like to sit around and talk about stuff that's you know interesting to us. <laughs> God, COVID must have been fuel for you guys, eh? Or the conspiracy theories, we, eh? we are we are a COVID po- podcast, and it was funny because. I think, you know, Carol was over and we were getting drunk and we were sitting around and we were talking about, you know, whatever we were talking about. And either Carol or Matt was like, you know, it'd be funny if we recorded this. I wonder if anybody would listen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you did. And they, yeah, they 
they do. They they think we're funny, and and, and that makes me feel so happy. Like <laughs> because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, like I've always been looked at as nerdy, but to be looked at as funny kind of makes me happy too. That's that's the win in it. That's the Sheldon win right there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so this week you've bought the uh, you've bought the, uh, the the movie to us. Um, Cara, do you want to we tell do- us what movie you've bought for us? <laughs> we are doing The Hangover, that's which is apparently from two thousand nine. I didn't know that it was that fucking old. Yeah, uh, the, the, the I know hangover. a couple of years are rocking a hangover right now. <laughs> yeah, Kelly and Ryan are in the middle of them, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> How's Ryan feeling today? <laughs> I'm I'm good. Good. Oh, you're yeah, going to just I'm the one because I was up until fucking five. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, Watching I was the movie. Looking at your tweets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about The Hangover. John, 2009 was ripe for movies, but why don't you tell yeah. us? What? We never, we never done any of the 2009. So we'll let's go through these. <laughs> so some, uh, some, uh, there's some good stuff, but there's a lot of shit. Uh, Gamer with oh, uh, Jerry, what? Jerry Butler, which was a waste of bloody time. Mince. I thought it was going to be great, but absolute crap. Uh, I know you're one of your favourites, uh, Jennifer's Body. I'm more into <laughs> Jennifer's Body if I'm entirely honest. <laughs> 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 uh, the Collector. Couples retreat. Oh, with them. I fucking oh. love the goddamn collector. That's from the same year. <laughs> I thought for a second, Carrie, you were going to say you loved couples retreat. I, I know it's going to get off the podcast. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know what couples retreat is, but we do love again. the collector. Yeah, the collector is good. Uh, one of my favourites, District Nine. Oh, um, you fucking prone. Hey, hey, you fucking like prone. Hey, it's the fucking sweetie men. <laughs> uh, and Terminator Salvation, which uh, I think was, I thought it was quite good, but it just didn't work. I don't I know if them. I saw it. Like, I, there were so many Terminator movies in my head. Like, I, I don't even know which ones I saw. Like, there was yeah. Terminator uh, Salvation. Is that the one that's basically a Transformers film? Yeah, with Christian uh, Bale. Yeah. We was recording shit. Everybody went, get out of my light! I'm Batman! That prick. Aye, that Welsh wanker. (laughs) So, for our listeners, you know how this works. We're going to do a run through the film. We're going to come up with as many things as we can learning about the film as we go. And hopefully we are going to come up with a hundred... you guys have watched it in your own homes. We've watched it in ours, and we've got a list. Jump in when you're ready. But if we're all ready to go, let's start. Okay. <laughs> I've, got go. start, I've got to start by saying, and this is a very unpopular opinion, and I'm, I'm sorry to our guests who probably disagree, because I've not met anybody that agrees with me. This is a Todd Phillips joint, right? That guy's a fucking dick. That Joker movie, man. John, you know how much I hate that Joker movie. I know, mate, but go on, go on. I, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Um, uh, and I actually don't know who Todd Phillips is. Oh, he's, yeah, he's this, he's this guy, the Joker guy. He's, uh, yeah, he's not a nice man. Same, he directed it, I think. The same guy that did the Joker did the fucking did Hangover? This. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we didn't know that. Yeah. We're not well, real well, people. Well, we just let's like start movies. A list, then. Let's that, start a that, list. That's a fact. I didn't know that. It's a fact. It's going on the uh, list. And the other fact is he stopped doing comedy because of the snowflake generation. Uh, he didn't oh, find that he, he couldn't make, that, he couldn't yeah. make comedies anymore because people were getting offended at nearly everything. So he went. He stopped doing comedies because he's not funny. Is the reason. He Mate, it's unpopular, as, as unpopular as your uh, opinion is, um, I was starting to see it when about the third Hangover, but the first one and second one I thought were funny as fuck. Okay. But, just me then. There, there were sure? legit 
moments in the hangover where I laughed out loud and laugh out loud every time I see those. Uh, you know <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll have to tell us what those bits are. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, the due date. Oh, I yeah, due date was good. Yeah. That shit's funny as yeah, hell. No, that's well, good. I haven't seen that. No, what? I've seen it. it's good. No, I haven't yeah. seen it. He also did School for Scoundrels, which I loved. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton's that's... teaching teaching. Oh yeah, Napoleon I'm Dynamite. aware it's of it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, you oh. should. It's it's a funny okay, one. I'll that one is. It's from '06, so it's very like. There's a lot of shit that he could get away with nowadays. He's right. Billy Billy Bob's a great actor. Billy Bob's a, a, yeah. a fine actor. I just watched him in fucking Tombstone. Oh, right. The guy, yeah, yeah. yeah, that Kurt Russell has to smack the yeah. shit out of. It was yeah. so great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, he goes for some mm, French fried potatoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's a different movie. They're calling a sling blade. It's uh, kind of just a blade. And I'm in the hangover. Sling Blade was a great movie. Sling Blade's a great movie. It's a great, yeah. great movie. Anyway. <laughs> Either by. Um, it opens with this Now or Never song, right? Now or Never, of course, you know as an Elvis song. And we've covered that, I think, in one of our previous Vegas uh, movies in the yep. shape of Army of the Dead. But but this one isn't Elvis. This one's a guy called Elvez. Had either of you guys heard of this guy, Elvez? No, no. Uh-uh. But I do have a fact on the score, so I do want to come okay. in after you on that. Well, I'll, I'll allow you to then. So Elvez... <laughs> Uh, is Robert Allen Lopez, and he covers Elvis songs in Espanol. And according to his website, he is not an Elvis impersonator, but a cultural ambassador. I wow. think he's also a fucking wanker, judging that by like that. Wanker, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not covering Selena songs, I'm just sharing culture. You're a cover artist, just say it. Just say it, we all know you are. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Kelly, what were you going to say? So I was going to say that the film score was composed by Christoph Beck, who has won several awards for scoring series and films like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Muppet, The Muppets, and Frozen. Oh, he didn't right. win anything for The Hangover, but he did score Hot Tub Time Machine, which is, <laughs> which is a young very favorite. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't want to throw that out there. He didn't win anything for that either. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> okay. So the there's this wedding happening. They're setting up this wedding. The daughter is Tracy, and the mum and dad are there as well. The dad is the always brilliant Jeffrey Tambor, right? I, I think Jeffrey Tambor too. is vastly underused in this. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Can I, can I talk yeah, about Jeffrey Tambor? Oh, please. Okay, so Tracy's dad is played by, by Jeffrey Tambor, who bears an uncanny resemblance to Dr. Phil. Do y'all know Dr. Phil? So, Dr. Phil had Jeffrey Tambor appear as a guest on a 2002 episode to prove that they were different people. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That is brilliant. <laughs> I think they're also both assholes. I think that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Phil's, a, Dr. Phil's a bad guy, and I think Tambor's got some opinions that we don't, uh, we don't need to go into. So the whole point here is the son is, is missing or something, and, and Dad says, look, they're in Vegas. He's probably on a heater. You don't walk away from the table when you're on a heater. A heater is a hot streak. It's a winning yep. streak, basically. Um the phone rings and it's this guy Phil, right? 
And look, I, as, as, as listeners know, I am heterosexual, right? But I am very, very at ease with my heterosexuality. Bradley Cooper is... Man, that is the most beautiful man alive. I don't care who knows. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that your man crush? Mine's just so, Chris Pratt. Your oh, man is a crush Pratt, is Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. I look. I I, fan, I fancy I fancy the guy out of uh, A Star Is Born, and you fancy fucking Mario, right? Okay, that's <laughs> it's right, me, okay. Mario. One in the face, super man. Mario. You respect that name, <laughs> super fucking Mario. But that's just because he's now married to Arnold's daughter, right? <laughs> Before yeah. that, he was just a Mario. Oh, yeah. He married into the. Yeah, now he's a now he's a Kennedy, right? Okay, Uh, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) So this phone call from Bradley Cooper's Phil. He says, "Look, we fucked up. We've we've lost Doug, um, and he's the groom. It's five hours to the wedding, um, and he basically says it's not going to happen." We then skipped two days earlier. Uh, Alan and Doug are getting fitted for the suits, right? So Doug is the groom. And Alan is the brother-in-law. And I, I, I know people love this this guy. And I, I believe he's very, very funny. But I, it just doesn't really... In this role, does nothing for me, Zach Galifianakis. I know he's funny. Does nothing for me in this role at all. Right. He just... I, I don't know. I'm just kind of like... He, he goes from being understated to being over the top. And, and he's, he's never in the middle. It's good it's to, to be rain, being Rain Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what a range. Yeah, what a range. Uh, but I, I know this guy's popular. They're getting fitted for these suits, and he gets upset because the tailor goes too near his junk. Uh, probably a little bit like Joey's tailor in... Uh, uh, <laughs> He's shaft. He's <laughs> a shaft. Yeah, yeah, he says he touched my shaft. Um, so they've got this night in Vegas planned. Uh, Alan, what I, what I did like, Alan says, look, whatever happens in Vegas, I know she's my sister, but whatever happens in Vegas, I'm like a steel trap. It's not going to get out. After all, it is Sin City. I'm kind of like, man, I wish I was watching Sin City instead. <laughs> I, have, I have a fact to interject here. Please. Which is probably only a fact that, like, me and Kara didn't <laughs> Because I know we have talked about this before. But apparently, the underwear that Zach Galifianakis is wearing, like, where his ass is all hanging out, that's mm-hmm. a jock strap. Yeah. And I know that we oh, have had a conversation. You didn't know it was a jock strap? No, because... We've had a conversation about how we didn't actually think that jock straps were like a thing that people had. But yeah, so I actually looked up what the fuck is Zach, you know, Galifianak is wearing, and mm. the answer was a jock strap. But I also believe that a lot of girls don't know this because a lot of girls don't know that jock straps are a thing. Uh, exactly. I know. I don't think they're a thing until I've seen this. Yeah. <laughs> John is Scottish and called John. He is actually a jock strap. I know. <laughs> strapping jock, actually. Strapping jock. <laughs> so the father, Sid, Jeffrey Tambor, um, he says, look, you, you, you can't take a Prius to Vegas. He's going to drive in his car. You can't take a Prius to Vegas. Uh, and he says, well, well what, what do you mean? And he says, well, you know, you've got to go in a proper car. And he offers him his car. A Prius was launched in 2001 in the USA, 97 in Japan. It's a hybrid electric and fuel car. And the racing version finished sixth in 2012's Fuji GT 500K race. Decent. Decent. Mm. That's fascinating. I didn't know those things raced. Like, I kind of thought they were like putt-putt cars. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, very much like a Geo, yeah? (laughs) 
as a reference for the kids. Um, <laughs> John, anything on the uh, Mercedes? Oh, God, yeah. 1969 Mercedes-Benz 280 convertible. What Beautiful year? Uh, 1969, my favourite nice. year. Because <laughs> it's got 69 <laughs> in it. <laughs> 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 All right, okay, fantastic. Yeah, it's gorgeous, isn't it? It's a lovely car. Ah, it's a lovely car. Absolutely yeah, yeah. Car. So he gives him the car to take. He says, put armour all on the tyres so the sand doesn't seep in. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And you're kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm sure he will. Um, Bradley Cooper's here, Phil. He's a teacher. He's taking money from these kids for this field trip. Um, but he stashes yeah, they've got, it all they've got a, um, Is it Griffith's? They've gone somewhere, wouldn't it? Is it Griff- Griffith's Observatory in Los Griffith's Angeles? Griffith's Observatory, which is that big observatory. You know, the one that you played in Grand Theft Auto, John? That's the it's one. that one. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to, welcome to 100 Things, the podcast that learned everything we know from films and Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Theft Auto. <laughs> now I want to visit there. That's neat. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to I'll go downstairs and reload it and visit later. Um, yeah. The... the he takes all this money, and I've just written, what a prick. And, and he is a bit of a prick, but he gets away with it. Prick, yeah. um, Alan and Doug pick him up. Um, Alan, Alan says, can we move? Because I can't be within 50 yards of a school or a Chuck E. Cheese. Right? Now, I didn't do the work here. This is where you three come in. The fuck is a Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, my God. You don't know what Chuck E. Cheese? No. It's like a pizza place for kids. And um, back in, like, the 80s, it was much cooler. They had, like, animatronic fucking big rats that sang and play instruments. That is scary, man. That's worse than Ronald McDonald. Do y'all have Dave and Buster's? (laughs) No, like, it's way more pageantry than Ronald McDonald. Like, Like, it's, you know... Kids they birthdays. play games and stuff. You can play whack a mole. All right, well, yeah. it's just like but an it's for kids. Pizza place, cool. We uh, also okay. have a thing called Dave and Buster's, which is the same thing except for it's for grown ups and they serve alcohol. All right, yeah. okay. That's <laughs> That's yeah, we're on the plane, guys. We're on the plane. <laughs> we're, 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 we're Dave coming. and Buster's, if you would like to sponsor Drug <laughs> Theory or One Hundred Things We Learn from Film. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, well, maybe you, maybe one could sponsor. We like Dave sponsors you, and Buster can sponsor us. That's fine. <laughs> you, you guys are mentioning all these eateries and stuff like, but we've just got a Taco Bell in Glasgow just this yeah. year. You <laughs> just got your Taco. We've That's just got right, a Taco yeah. Bell. We've been we've been we've been celebrating six months of diarrhea in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually fascinating to me because, like, at some point, somebody told me that y'all couldn't get tacos in, in, right. the, we talked about in the UK, and it made me super sad, and I've been talking about it, like, forever, like, with Chat Smash, and, like, <laughs> being there with Belson, I sent them a message, I'm like, do y'all have tacos? <laughs> tacos are amazing. It makes me sad that the only tacos y'all have are Taco Bell tacos. Well, <laughs> we've got independent. We've got Del Paso. We can make them ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it made me think that like y'all had never seen a taco. Like, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, what do y'all have? I don't know. Uh, Haggis. I think it's the first thing I ever cooked for <laughs> my wife. Haggis. Haggis uh, tacos. So, we. We go and pick up Ed Helms. Ed Helms is Stu, right? And his partner, Melissa, is written to be the most awful woman in the world, isn't she? Is written yeah. terribly. Terrible. And that's yeah. a real shame because I really like this actor. 
She's a bit of a honey as well, if I'm entirely honest. She looks like my wife. Uh, at least that's what I'm kind of telling myself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, but my, no, but Rachel isn't awful. Uh, she She's basically just shouting at him. She tells him to pack his Rogaine. Rogaine is a product which uh, I could probably do with, because I've got fuck all hair, um, which, you, uh, which you use to, uh, to to basically grow your hair. It's yeah, known it prevent, as... it prevents hair loss. That's right. Minoxidil is its actual name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also used in the US for high blood pressure, which is pretty cool. Uh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, Rogaine <laughs> can be used for high blood pressure. Like you ate it or... Give it a go. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Not working pharma. Like, <laughs> oh well, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Unless the internet's lying to me. Yeah, invented yeah, in 1986. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the actual minoxidil, the 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 compound, uh, was developed in the fifties by Upjohn. Company called Up John. I mean, I don't know what's up with you, John. Uh... Hey, the, the, the antidepressants. You didn't he ever written Up John's? Up John, yeah. Uh, heart thinners for blood, for heart conditions, all sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit I missed a bit where um, just while we're on uh, what what you kind of should or shouldn't do with uh, with your health. There's a bit where Alan's letting his dog lick his face, right? And look, we, we you know I, I, we we had dogs. We've got a cat now, but we had dogs. Um, and I would always let the dog lick my face. But I actually found out it's a bad idea, right? That I'm going to struggle with this. Uh, but apparently, um, cat wolf indeed. Uh, cat <laughs> nosciftogum canimarsis is a bacteria that lives in dog saliva and can cause sepsis. Gee, I don't know that. So I'm sorry, dog owners, but I'm fucking with your chi there. <sighs> I'm going to shut my door so he doesn't. <laughs> He's just angry because I've told him not to lick your face I know. anymore. Don't lick his face. <laughs> oh, God, I let Keith lick my face all the time now. Yeah, that's only because Kirsty won't. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I was setting him off. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was, he was just unhappy because he, uh, John won't let him lick his face. Aye, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I don't want sepsis. Sepsis. <laughs> I, I've got a stepsis. She's lovely. Uh <laughs> I do not let Mango lick my face. Like, Mango, your dog's called Mango. Mango. Mango Man- Madden. <laughs> wow, okay. Fantastic. Better than, better than John Madden, I guess. But Mango was actually his name when we got him. We bought him from the shelter, and okay. he was 18 months old, and Mango was already his name, so we just kept it. But also, Mango Madden is the cutest thing ever. So. Yeah. <laughs> he could be a, um, a Marvel character with that alliteration in his name. <laughs> He really could. So they they go to pick him up. She's awful. He's he's told her that they're actually going to the Napa Valley, which is which is basically wine tasting. Uh, North, it's a county in North Carolina. No, it's not in North Carolina. That's crazy. You guys are in South Carolina. It's, it's in Northern California. My God, the the, the booze and the painkillers are starting to take effect. Uh, it's not of San Francisco. If you wanted to go to Auberge de Soleil. It's £1,558 per night for two nights minimum, and that's just for one room. Um, And if you wanted to go wine tasting at Ashes and Diamonds, they do lunch and wine tasting uh, for 125 bucks per person. So let's get ourselves booked in for that. Let's get it done. Five Let's there. use our coffee money on that. Six of us as well, if you can get uh, if you, if you can get the big man out of the garage. 
I mean, I, I feel bad enough not involving him in this without, without going to fucking Napa without him. I know. Oh. I, thought, yeah, I thought that was a euphemism. Get the big man out of the garage. Hey. <laughs> no, I, I feel like Matt would probably skip out on the wine tasting. Too. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's, yeah. that's exciting. It's exciting. I, I, I like the idea. I like the movie Sideways. And I keep saying to John, one day we'll do Sideways on this show. Because uh, that's a great, that's a, a lot of fun. I Paul, saw it. Paul but Giamatti's it was so friend. long ago. It was so long ago. Like, I didn't dislike it, but I also didn't love it enough to where I watched it multiple times. So well, I'd have Paul, to watch it again. Yeah, Paul Giamatti's my spirit animal. There's no doubt about it. You know, <laughs> I can totally a, see a, that. He's a sad sack loser as well, so it's fine. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so as they go to pick him up, oh, my God. And, and, and again, Ryan, this is kind of back to what you were saying about not being able to do these things today, because as they pull up outside, paging Dr. Effsler, Dr. Effsler, paging, and I was like, oh man, this is only 2009. Were we really still using that word in 2009? Oh, jeez. I have have a fact. All right, okay. I have a fact about pagers. So oh, really? there, is a, there is a point. Thank God. When, <laughs> yeah, there is a point. I thought you, you were know? about to cancel all of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so, no, no. So there's a fact like where Zach Galifianakis is, you know, at the desk and he's asking if they're like pager friendly. So I had to look yeah. up pagers. I'm like, who's the fuck? Me, me too. I've got who's, one as well. Who's still using pagers? Well, apparently the U.S. is still using pagers because the U.S. is one of the few countries in the world that still support a pager network, and it's mainly for hospital use. But as of 2021, there were still about 2 million pagers still in operation. But yeah, it's mainly for hospitals. Apparently the network is more reliable than cell phones, so if things go down, they can still page. Page, yeah, yeah. Mm Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So that's that my fact on pagers. John? Uh, uh, I would looked up as well. looked for services. But yeah, something called Pager Direct offers local services to the majority of the states in the USA. So it's still a big thing. We still use it in NHS over here, but it's very limited. Yeah, yeah they, I think that Japan... We talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah, yeah, we did indeed. Japan got rid of theirs, I think, in 2019, I saw. But yeah, the US is still yeah. using ours, but... Mainly for hospitals. Still rocking it. Still rocking oh, a pager. Right. If it if it if it does uh, a job, just, but apparently just, and just, and just well. while we're on that Efsler, um yeah. in Scotland we can still say the word because it's actually a foodstuffs. It's actually mm-hmm. like um uh, meat wrapped in minced, round a sausage. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yep. minced sausage meat, isn't it? It's pork yep. in a gravy. So yeah, yes. Mr. One of the one of the products, one of the, the more renowned products in the UK and it's it's crap is Mr. Brain's faggots. Yep. So oh my God. Um, yeah, American so, listeners, yeah. I can buy can faggots at the shop. Oh <laughs> I can buy a pack of ten faggots if I want and I can see it because it's a food. We do not we do not um condone the slur which is just disgusting. To be it's fair really I never jarring I, I, me that I've never used that as a slur at all, but purely because when I was younger, we had to eat them all the time, so I never really seen it as a slur. It was only it was only that's when it so, got older. That's so fascinating that it means something completely different. Yeah, yeah. For y'all. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah like totally. cigarette, like cigarettes are fags over here. Yeah, you, know? you call them fags. Uh, yeah, you know that's, that's the strangest. I've strangest heard that thing. hadn't been done here in a very long time. No. Here, like this is like you get cancelled immediately. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me so. don't get me started on fag butts. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> that should turn into some kind of weird so they, it, it has indeed it has indeed so they stop for gas at this at this at this gas station they stop for petrol british listeners at this gas station and it's a gas and gulp i thought oh i, I know gas and gulps they, they definitely exist well they don't they're not real um it was actually filmed at a shell garage uh, on one good springs road gene nevada uh, but the gas and gulp the reason i knew it features in Zombieland. And a couple of episodes of The Simpsons. Oh, the closest. Thing, well, that's yeah, fascinating. The closest thing you guys have got is Gas and Go, which you'd have to take a trip across the border into Georgia. Uh, and there's a series of twenty of those where you can buy. It's basically a fuel and chicken shop. So you know, take a trip over there to get food poisoning. I assume. Uh, why on earth would you want chicken at a gas station? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, no. It's like getting a prawn sandwich, in it? That's not going to happen. So they're, of course, not going to Napa. They're going elsewhere. Apparently, Melissa shagged a barman on a Carnival Cruise Line ship. Um, and and later, later, on, it's a, later on, it's a sailor, and later on, it's a waiter, and they keep kind of getting it mixed up and, and convoluted. <laughs> I couldn't help thinking, Car- Carnival Cruise Ship surely must be, like, the worst budget cruise ships in the world. And I think they might be. I think they're like our version of Britney Ferries, John. Yeah. They are. A, you can have a two-day cruise from Miami to the Bahamas and back, which I think is twenty miles. You do it in a rowboat. No, you don't. You do it on an actual ship. Two people in March is going to cost you five hundred and thirty-eight bucks, and it is literally Miami one night, Bahamas the next night, back in Miami the final night. It Jesus, sounds awful. bam, bam, bam. There's no frills with that, isn't it? Yeah. Get off. Get on. No, get off. Get on. <laughs> It was founded in 1972 and is worth $35 billion and employs 37,000 employees. Well. So that's not bad. They're at least doing something yeah. with the. And I, and, and I think she might have shagged a number of those. That's the story. Just there. a fact about me. I'm not getting on a goddamn boat. I'm not taking a car. Oh, right. I'm not. <laughs> no. No. no, I do uh, not any, like any the water. Any particular reason? Right, okay. No, Titanic. there's Jaws in the water. Jaws is in Jaws the water. Jaws is in the water. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not doing so, it. Not... So is Jack. He fell off a door. Well, he didn't even get on the That's door. That's right, he did, because Rose was a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was more than enough space for Jack. Was. How dare there you? There definitely enough room in that water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was. So is that just any water, Kelly, or is that like is is it the sea? Is it do you go do you kind of go at the beach? Do you it's, go to the, it's the, natural the bodies What's of water? There? I'm not getting in it because there are things in the water. I'm getting a pool, but <laughs> yeah, wrong. there are things there are things in the water. I don't I don't need to meet those things. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for Kara agrees with me. I know she does. That's, that's the... Yeah, I don't do water either. <laughs> yeah, Kara's not getting I'm swimming at the you... beach. Yeah, I get in there, yeah, you... but not over like my waist. I can't swim. That's why I don't get in the fucking water. You'd be all right in Vegas, though, because it's a desert. You'd be absolutely fine. Yeah, I, 
I I have the best time ever in the desert. I feel, and I like the heat, so I feel like I should like live on the All equator right. or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that would in, in uh, like Central African Republic or somewhere where there's you know there's no coastline. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Burkina yeah. Faso, somewhere like that. So Alan's reading this book on counting cards. Turns out counting cards isn't illegal, and and it isn't. I I, I did some looking up into this, That's but it true. is frowned upon. Yeah, it is frowned upon. Like, like masturbating on a plane. <laughs> masturbating on a plane. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Obama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was really. Yeah, because of 9-11, you can't <laughs> masturbate on planes anymore. No, <laughs> oh, I have a masturbate on planes thing, too. <laughs> I, I, I wow. have very little doubt you do, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we want to talk more about the counting cards first, though? Because I uh, No, that. just get... Uh, well, yeah, let's let's do counting cards, and then we'll get to your... Uh, to, 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 Masturbating to, on planes. To, to wanking 30,000 feet above the earth. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. We'll get into that eventually. So, uh, the counting cards book that he's reading... Oh, so the book that he's reading is is written by Lance Humble and Carl Cooper, who were both PhDs, right? In it, I I I couldn't help but laugh at this. Ten pound eighty seven on Amazon, brand new. Lance Humble is a, is a PhD and a professional blackjack player. He teaches at the University of York in Toronto. Horse racing. Well, not he, he doesn't teach jockeys to ride on the back of a horse. He taught he teaches people to bet on horse racing. Well, that's even more fascinating, <laughs> isn't it? Just isn't it? Just that guy is stealing a fucking living in more ways than one. <laughs> yeah, his, his book well, also honestly... claimed to help you not get banned from casinos when you are winning. Because that sounds totally fucking legit, right? Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, a professor at a college probably makes less than I make. Like, they do not yeah. make that much money, <laughs> even as, as PhDs. No. But but still, it's fascinating that that exists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What did you have on counting cards? Huh? Yeah, so... um. Like you said, it is not illegal um, in the United States as long as they don't use any external card counting device or other people to assist in the counting. Um, In Nevada, casinos can ask them to leave or ban them. However, in Atlantic City, the courts have found that if you're using your brain, you're Mm -hmm. good to go. They can't even make you leave. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So, this... You know, the hangover isn't about Atlantic City, but I found that and I thought that was fascinating. It's like, yeah, if you're just using your brain, then you're not cheating and there's no reason for them to ask you to go. So that's been found in court. Wow. Atlanta so, isn't, guys. Atlanta is. <laughs> have you, have, 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 I mean, I I don't know, have, have, any, have either of you been to uh, Vegas before? No, no. But we have an aunt that lives in Vegas and she's always like, y'all should come out. Stay with us, you know. <laughs> but no I've excuse. never been that far west. That is actually really far for us. Mm. Oh like, yeah, it's like the it's like the opposite side of the country. Yeah, yeah. 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 What yeah. about Atlantic City? You been there? No, no. Okay. Um, I've actually never been that far north. We do have a casino kind of close to here called Harris Casino. 
Um, and we, that was my first and only trip to a casino, and we actually went there to see a band called Chevelle. I don't know if y'all know who they are, but, um. I do not. Yeah. yeah. Did you get those ho- cards? No, we, no, we absolutely did not. I lost all my money because I am terrible at gambling. <laughs> but we also didn't go there with any intention to win anything. We're like, I have about 200 bucks I'm willing to spend on gambling, and if I lose it all party you know yeah, i mean yeah. they, you know yeah, that's yeah, the cost sure. of yeah <laughs> uh you you're good at gambling cara you uh you, you're financing you're, you're financing your high roller lifestyle <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> we are all awful yeah we're, we're the worst <laughs> yeah, me too yeah I, I can't even count to 21 fuck that <laughs> so we played the slots like yeah <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, I can see to play the slots. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. I'd go all the way there just to buy a bloody lottery yeah. ticket. <laughs> do y'all have, y'all have the lottery? Yeah. Where you're yeah, at? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not, not anywhere near as much as you guys get. I think we, we're kind of like 15 million at the most. You guys are like 300 million, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I used to buy a ticket every once in a while. I haven't bought one in a while. But you can't win it if you ain't in it. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the legality of masturbating on a plane. All right. <laughs> so if you are in, so this is U.S. Obviously, because I have no idea how this works in the U.K. But um, if you are in the U.S. and you are masturbating on a plane, this falls under FBI jurisdiction. Jurisdiction. Jesus. And if you are just masturbating, that falls into obscene and indecent exposure. And the sentence for that would be something like 90 days in jail or one year of probation. Now, if you are masturbating like near a child, or if you touch somebody when you're masturbating, that becomes an entirely different thing. But just the act of masturbating on a plane, like if you're next to an adult and you don't touch them, that is kind of that is kind of what happens. And apparently, these cases happen more than you would like. (laughs) I'm I'm really glad you cleared that up, Kelly, because they've uh, this week just reopened uh, British people flying to America. So you know, just just so I know for uh, for for when when I when I'm yeah. Hit in the air. Don't touch anybody. Don't fall over and grab anybody. <laughs> and apparently there was a case where, like, the person was masturbating, but they would just, like, tap the person and be like, look at that. <laughs> and then that person got, like, a like a, like a sexual assault charge added on top because they're like, tap, tap, tap. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Jesus. I wouldn't yeah. even know what the fuck to do if I was anywhere <laughs> and if somebody started doing that next to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You'd point and go, that looks like a penis, only small. I think I would probably <laughs> embarrass the shit out of them and like, oh, stand up and be like, look at this the, the, the line yeah. from Chasing Amy is um, when he's telling the story uh, during the, the, the TV show that they're recording and uh, <laughs> the character at the very, very end just goes, well, did he come? <laughs> and that's all I could think of throughout. And I just thought at some point, well, did Chasing he come? Amy. 
So do I. I love Chasing Amy. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful film that is very problematic today. Yeah. It's it's wonderful though, but yeah. So that is what I found in the U.S. for masturbating. I, <laughs> I, I am really, curious. I'm really glad you did, Kelly. Yeah, I'm really glad you did. So, <laughs> I, I never googled that. I never googled that. <laughs> <laughs> it surprises me how often it happens. Like I was actually able to find cases. Like this is what these people were charged with. Like I've been able to find a lot of fucking times. Like, That's if anybody ever just, like, pulled it out and started whacking. Uh, I get long haul, because obviously you get bored and you've nothing to do. <laughs> what? Yeah, you've got a lot of I mean, you know, I can't imagine jerking off while you're watching The Stone of Destiny. Nah. Maybe, maybe maybe if you're Scottish, maybe you do. I don't know. Um, but, <laughs> I love that fucking stone. I love it. <laughs> As as they drive in, as they drive in, they go past the uh, the fabulous Las Vegas sign, which we all know, we've all seen in everything that's in Vegas. Uh, it was erected yep. in 1959, uh, and is at uh, is at uh, 5100 Las Vegas Boulevard South. It's 25 feet tall and was designed by Betty. Don't call me Bruce Willis. Which, uh, it was very interesting, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, and it's one of those things that's just a little bit iconic, isn't it? It's it's utterly, yeah. utterly iconic, as far as I'm concerned. As you'd mentioned earlier on, they're stopping at Caesar's Palace, so they get into Caesar's Palace, um, and Stu says, uh, 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 "Stu says, oh, it's under Doctor Such and Such." He's like, "Oh no, he's not a doctor; he's a dentist." And I was kind of like, "Oh man, that's such a dickish thing to do." Why would you throw him under the chariot like that? <laughs> If you're a dentist in the UK, you can call yourself doctor. It is doable. Okay. Um, also, however, um, you're not a medical Also, in the, in the US, they're DDS. They're a doctor of dental surgery. So oh, they right. are doctors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. I'll add that to the, to the list. The, um, you do five years of studying to become a dentist, and you can use doctor. My dentist goes by the name Butcher, or at least in our house anyway, after the work she's done. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not particularly happy with her. Uh, so he says, as they're talking, he mentions the pager. You know, can we get pager? Can we get pager signal? They're in this two. Oh, I've got, I've, I've got a fact on Caesar's Palace. Sorry, please. I just noticed it there. Uh, so a guy called J. Sarno changed Las Vegas forever in 1966 by opening uh, Las Vegas' first themed resort, Caesar's Palace. All right. Yeah, I, was, I did have that, John. Well themed. done. Fantastic. Um, I, like that too. I, th- I thought the uh, Flamingo Hotel was a themed hotel, but apparently it's not. It was uh, opened in uh, 1946, but it's one of the ones, the Flamingo Hotel is the one I see in all the older films. So I thought that was like a themed hotel, but apparently it's not. It is, yeah. Um, if, if you wanted uh, a room in here, uh, you get a Forum Classic, which is the bog standard, as a King Double. Uh, it's on sale now at 194 bucks a night. Uh, as you say, John, founded in 1966 uh, by J. Sarno. It has 3,960 rooms and the Coliseum, which is where all the big shows happen. Uh, mm-hmm. People that have played at the Coliseum uh, are the likes of, uh, or, or people that have, have been at the Coliseum, fighters, boxers, Ali, Foreman, and Sugar Ray Leonard all fought there. And in 1993, WrestleMania 9 was there which is where I think 
Liberace wanked off Dave Batista's massive horse cock. Oh, I if, if, if what be if what be there with Belson told us is true when Dan came on the <laughs> yeah. podcast to talk about Vegas, and, and I, might have, I might have, I might convoluted and blew something. Yeah, so that's uh, lots, lots to lots to get out of that one. I can expand on the Caesar's Palace thing. I actually looked into their mini bar. What ha- oh. you know? What goes on in the Caesar's Palace mini bar? What do you get? So, snacks are $13, like, so, like, a pack of M&Ms or whatever, you know, $13. Sodas are 5 to $7. Many bottles of alcohol are $10 plus, depending on what type of alcohol it is. But they also include an intimacy package, which is $16, which includes two condoms, two wet naps, Lube and breath mints. <laughs> Wait, well, how much they cost? That's, that's a lot of money for a push wank, isn't it? I know. <laughs> is, that, is that a concept yeah. you're aware of in America? The posh wank? No, no. What is posh wank? It's when you put a condom on and, uh, and, and then go at it with yourself. Yeah, no? just to make sure there's no more. British thing. Just in case uh, somebody on a plane... <laughs> <laughs> Those mini fridges are automated as well. They do have pressure sensors on them. If you don't put it back within sixty seconds, you get charged. I've never been in a hotel with an intimacy package. Like I've been in a lot of hotels. I travel for work. That has never ever happened to me. I've never seen anything like that before. But yeah, two condoms, two wet naps. Some breath mints and some wow. lube. That's what you get at the Caesar's house. In, in, in our house, in our house, an intimacy package is me buying her a Chinese and then not rolling over and falling asleep. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, he, he mentions this. He mentions this line. Doesn't he? He says, "Did did did Caesar did Caesar stay here?" It says, "It Caesar's past. Yeah. Did Caesar stay?" Now, you know me, John. I'm rubbish at maths, but I like stupid maths. So you I do. looked into you this. Do. The last Caesar was Romulus Augustus. I think he's got a U.S. golf course named after him, and he All died in 511 A.D., meaning he'd been dead for a thousand what for for one thousand four hundred and forty-five years before this was built. So no. He didn't ever visit. Proof. Fact. Fact. There you go. It's on the list. Yeah. It's on the list. Those facts right there. It's, <laughs> it's in the movie. Um, it's the almonds. The almonds were like th- were like thirteen bucks, weren't they, or something? Yeah. In in, in the thing, and, and obviously, adjusting for inflation, you assume that that this is one of the snacks that is more expensive than, than what Kelly mentioned earlier on, but. If you wanted to buy a kilo of Sicilian almonds at Whole Foods, Caesar would approve. Um, it's six bucks in the US. So they're basically very, very Robin Vegas bastards, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They upgrade from this suite to this villa. Now, I thought a villa would be like what I would expect of a, a, when you go on holiday to somewhere warm. I would have expected somewhere outdoors you know there's a there's there's kind of you know like a yeah. copacabana kind of thing and you go out and all this kind of stuff but it's just a room it's just like an expensive room 
massive suite. For like four thousand two hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, it's just night. a much bigger room. Yeah. 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 And it was, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it looked good. It looked fantastic. And they put down... Well, I looked at the range. The, the range from $3,000 to $35,000. Thirty-five grand a, a, for a, a, night? a night. For a night. One oh, night. That's crazy, isn't it? The, the, the suite is is awesome. I mean, I've lived in smaller apartments than this yeah. than this suite that they're in. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, we've talked about the mini bar. Uh, that's part of it. He's got this man purse, this satchel. This is Indiana Jones wears one. Uh, so does Joy Bernhardt. Um, I couldn't. I, I must have misspelled her name and then ran out of time uh, because I'm an idiot. Uh, who's Joy Bernhardt? Does anybody know? I think she's just a it was a TV a presenter. I think just a, a comedian no TV presenter. Okay, there you go, no comedian TV presenter. We'll have that one um, for the listeners at home. Yeah, I I messed up to uh, I messed up today. Uh, the uh, guys over Trump uh, Theory were expecting to start. Uh, at a time uh, which I told them we would be starting at, but I didn't take into account that we had daylight savings on Sunday <laughs> and we haven't had daylight savings yet. They'll be having it tomorrow. Um, yes, <laughs> I would have never even thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the list. Talk about coordination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we've we've moved from British summertime to cold and fucking windy. Uh, is what Scottish winter time. Scottish winter time. <laughs> Um, so they go up on the roof enjoying the view. So they've basically broken up the roof. Um, <laughs> Alan's bought them Jägermeister, right? Do, do you do you do you guys like Jägermeister? Hell no! <laughs> it's fucking disgusting, but it will get you fucking drunk as yeah. shit, man. Yeah, gets you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's you know, gross. Jägermeister in the I thought States. I wrote something about Rager, but maybe I didn't. Is seventy proof, seventy percent proof. In the states, but it's only sixty-one proof in the UK. I, oh, so I did write something strong. about Jaeger. Jaegermeister means hunt master or master of the hunt, yeah. and a German poem around the label reads: "It is the hunter's honor that he protects and preserves his game. Hunts sportsmanlike, honors the creator in his creatures." Man, that must be rhyming slanger, because I turn into a right hunt when I'm drinking Jägermeister. <laughs> Honestly, I fucking hate Jäger. I do have a bottle in my bar, because I used it for some random bullshit, but in terms of, like, taking yeah, shots of really Jäger, that's not that's yeah, not it's really it tastes like <laughs> Is Jäger the only alcohol that's different proof over there? Uh, I think there's a few things, because I've seen yeah. um, Stambuca and Tequila coming back from Mexico and it was a lot higher than ours so maybe it must be the laws for them coming in yeah we've yeah, got we've got it's fascinating yeah, we, we have we have there's import and there's export not dissimilar to, 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 to beers in the states I guess but yeah the, the import and export stuff is usually a lot stronger you can buy export example gin you can buy export gin but you've got to pay more so I think gunpowder Edinburgh gunpowder gin is an export gin but Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's something like six percent, six percent higher than, uh, than than the standard in the UK. So yeah, that's that, that's something interesting to uh, for us all to have, have picked up. Um, Jaeger, yeah, I, I was. I, I would was, have I, never known. Yeah, no. I, I couldn't. I couldn't drink Jaeger if you paid me. It makes me feel makes me feel sick. But I think that's maybe the point. Um, it was manufactured by a vinegar manufacturer, Kurt Mast, in 1934. And exactly as you've said, Kelly, it means master of the hunt, which I think you can probably be 
imprisoned for up to eat, uh, 90 days for doing on a plane. Uh, so don't master of the hunt on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> don't master hunt yourself. <laughs> Ingredients are 56 herbs, fruits, roots and spices. And I've written here, it's fucking minging. Which is uh, which is not. You, that's what you should take away. That's what you should take away from this. Not the fact that we use the c word quite as liberally as we do, but the word minging is what you Americans should be using from now on for something that is utterly disgusting or really ugly. Minging. Minging, as in ming the merciless ing. Minging. Ask Chat Smash. They'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> So I need to I need to text chat smash and be like, what's minging? What the fuck? <laughs> what's minging? Yeah, you're minging, you are. Yeah, yeah, minging pants. Oh, one of the things we learn from film says chat smash is minging. No, don't <laughs> is that what that? I should say? No, they're big lads. They'll have us. Uh, so if I go to work tomorrow and my boss has been a dick, I can be like. You need to quit minging over there. You, just just call, call your boss a minger. It's the same thing. Someone that's minger. You're a minger. Get out of here, you fucking minger. No, that's, that, that's exactly the no, context of what you That's the one. Um, that's the sweet spot right there. Yeah, <laughs> so, they toast Doug and Tracy, and Alan has this speech written. I think of himself as a loader. This is meant to be... I mean, it is, it is kind of funny. He's part of his wolf pack, but it's really sweet. I just think it was really sweet. Uh, one man wolf pack. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, but now now he's got, you know, he's got Doug and he's got these guys. Now he's met them and they're his wolf pack and that's quite sweet. And then he just out of nowhere cuts his hand and wants to do blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wow. yeah. That, that's Megan. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Stu in the background is like, make him stop. <laughs> <laughs> So I do, I do have a wolf pack thing. I, okay. <laughs> I did look up wolf pack, and apparently most wolves live in packs of four to nine members. Oh. So a pack is four to nine wolves, apparently. Okay. Right. What is ten wolves? <laughs> That's a king size, king size pack, <laughs> a, a, a family a pack. Flat <laughs> and Tom, I don't know. <laughs> that's just what I found about wolf packs. Is wolf packs most are four to nine members. Okay, cool. So, um, I did notice the Donnie and Marie billboards. So, um, Donnie and Marie Osmond had an eleven-year show in Vegas, which ended in two thousand and nineteen. They gave a total of 1,730 performances and entertained more than 900,000 fans. Jesus. Wow. That's a lot of fans. That's interesting because what I had on Donnie and Marie, they're Osmonds, of course, and contrary to that yes. Family Guy skit, I don't think they've ever fucked one another. Oh. Uh, pr- pr- prove me wrong, Donnie and Marie. Prove me wrong. Um, <laughs> Uh, they're Mormons, uh, and apparently two of their older brothers are deaf. Lucky bastards. Imagine uh, imagine growing up with Donny Osmond, Marie Osmond, and being lucky enough to be deaf as well. Uh, you would jump at the chance, wouldn't you? <laughs> I was just about to apologise to our deaf listeners then, but uh, it's probably, probably no need to. <laughs> they're totally Oi. saints, though. Oi. Like, Oi. You can't be mad at them. 
they do so much charity and you know. Do they really? I didn't know they did charity work. <laughs> Oh yeah, and like Marie has like a hundred adopted kids. Like she, you know. Oh, right. they, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. They are like <laughs> all about helping the world and stuff. They are saints for real. Okay. Like you can't okay. be mad at them. <laughs> oh, the only the only Latter Day Saint I ever knew was desperate to indoctrinate people into the church, and I was like, oh no, I don't like these people. But evidently, they're not all they're not all terrible. Just <laughs> the one I used to work with. So the next morning at the apartment, it's a wreck. There's shit everywhere. There's a chicken, which I was kind of into. Mm. Alan gets up, goes to pee, and there's a tiger in the bathroom. Pisses all over the floor. It's just something like, fuck off, tiger, or something like that. Like, <laughs> you fucking tiger. And we've all been there where we've been that drunk still when you wake up that things you can, yeah. do you ever get that feeling where yeah. you just kind of go man I'm doing alright actually I'm okay I'm not as hungover as I thought I was going to be but that's because you're still yeah. drunk man you're absolutely <laughs> oh yeah I mean you're talking to drunk theory that's, that's kind of the state <laughs> we live in turns out that none of them remember what's going on Stu's missing a tooth his lateral incisor, um, and Doug isn't in any of the rooms. His phone's in the room, and they ring his phone, and Alan answers the phone. He's like, hello? Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's, it's Phil. Oh, hey, Phil. You were... Oh, uh, this is Alan's phone, isn't it? Which I thought was quite <laughs> sweet. I like that a lot. Um, then they hear a baby crying in a cupboard. Alan says, check its collar or something. <laughs> Which, that was it for me. That was the joke of the uh, movie. Oh, that, that was what like, I loved it. <laughs> I have tiger facts. Um, so, in the state of Nevada, it is actually legal to own a tiger. Okay. But some Ooh. animals that you cannot own are foxes, skunks, raccoons, wolves, bats, and desert tortoises. What? But tigers are okay. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I, we just can't even swans. I have a, th- I have a theory, <laughs> drunk theory, you might say, about that, and that's because of Seafried and Roy. Seafried and Roy, they had tigers, didn't they? Those fucking assholes. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you would think that that would make it illegal for people to own because that tiger mauled him to death. Well, y- yes. Like you think that that would have been the, the we, you know. <laughs> We we, co- we covered a bit of Seafried and Roy on the Army of the Dead episode. And as of the week that this is going out, uh, Tom and I are covering on everything we learned from The Simpsons, the episode Viva Ned Flanders, which is mm. it's just fluke that we're covering both of these uh, things across two feeds at the same time. And I will tell you all about um, Seafried and Roy in that episode, if you go over to everything <laughs> from the Simpsons, that's what you Americans would call serendipity. We call it a fucking fluke. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I will absolutely be listening to everything we learned from the Simpsons. I will <laughs> tell you that I absolutely despised Army of the Dead. Like, All right, hated okay. it. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know how recommend- y'all felt about. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I, I had to watch it twice. <laughs> we had to watch it twice for the show, so you know it kind yeah. of got better the second time. 
it was one of those films that actually pissed me off that it existed. It was so, so bad. If if I you quite like if you quite like the German character Dieter as the only character that you like, you might get a bit of a kick out of the um the, oh, the, new, the prequel uh, thing, which hasn't got a single zombie in it really. We watched it the other night, John. It's worth a watch. Is it, is it good? It's a heist yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a heist movie. It's fun. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. I love got, heist um, movie. It's got it's got uh, Gus Khan from Man Like Mabine in it, and uh, oh, Man Like Mabine is the best, the best thing British <laughs> television's ever done, in my opinion. But what do I know? He's, he's good uh, yeah, at Taskmaster so, just now. All oh, right, is he? Oh, okay, I will yeah. get around to watching that. So they take the baby downstairs and they head to find Doug. Now, this is for a while. This was the easiest. Halloween costume for men ever, wasn't it? Oh yeah. You you, you were dressed <laughs> as him with the fucking beard and a doll in a fucking a thing satchel. on your chest. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sunglasses, yeah. They they go for breakfast at the pool, they can't find Doug, they're piecing the night together. So they find an ATM receipt for the Bellagio, eight hundred bucks. Uh Stu's not very yep. happy about that. I didn't mention it earlier on because I'd missed it, but his partner, Melissa, is a forensic accountant. So she's going to go through all the accounts with a fine tooth comb. Um, Forensic accountants look into fraud and embezzlement, um, and you earn between 59 and 102,000 bucks a year in the States as one, which is probably less than the character we're about to meet, Jade gets paid for showing a cooter a year, so, you know. Yeah. Um, well, actually, I did not know that. I did not realize that she was a forensic accountant. I, I just thought that she was a psycho girlfriend that was just I like... Did, yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I guess I missed that. <laughs> it, is, it is mentioned just the once. It's a throwaway line to explain yeah. why he... Yeah, uh, I missed it. Yeah. so methodical. Yeah. Uh, I checked ATMs, American ATMs. You can yeah. the limit is three hundred to five thousand per day, whereas here we're only three hundred fifty pounds. Three hundred fifty quid, yeah. That's a right. day. It's rubbish, Fact. isn't it? How, how are we supposed to rob somebody? It's my money. I want my money. Give me my money, man. <laughs> Give me my money, punk. So they're they're piecing it all together. Um, your man Phil's got this hospital band on, and they've got a receipt for valet parking. So they go to get the Mercedes. But it isn't the Mercedes. It's what? Their cop car. Police cruiser. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, they take it to the they take it to the hospital and use the siren to get through the jam. Now, I liked the bit where Phil's kind of going, "Look, I should be able to do this." Everybody move! Everybody move! You in the leopard skin. You've got a cracking rack. <laughs> like, I should have been a cop. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Like he thinks that's what being a cop is. <laughs> they go to the hospital. The doctor says there were four of them last night, and it was at 2.45 a.m. Uh, Phil had bruised ribs and a concussion, um, and they tested his bloods, and he had Rufalin in his system. Uh, Rufalin is yep. exactly what you think it is. It's Rufies, uh, or Rehypnol, as we call it in the UK. Um, it's mm-hmm. a Class C drug over here, and it takes 18 to 26 hours in the blood before you get rid of it. Now, spiking a drink in Britain carries a maximum 10-year prison sentence. And if you do it, John will also kick your ass because it makes you a dick. So, Yeah. No, it's it's it's, uh, it's 10 times more potent than Valium. All right, okay. Yeah, it's, it's bad, bad juju, big man, bad juju. Bad, <laughs> this bad tooth to... Uh, I'm actually about to Google 
the maximum sentence in the U.S. for spiking okay. a drink. Because well, we'll, I actually do not do know. We'll add it in. We'll, we'll, we'll mm. edit the gap in. Or out. A drink? I bet it's not that much. No, it's probably like a night in the cells. Right. Yeah. Oh, hang on. You'll maybe you'll maybe get a you'll maybe get a uh, you maybe get a sheriff's job or something. Uh, or you'll get hanged <laughs> by the FBI, FBI asking why you're asking about sentences for uh, Rohab. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what I'm looking at right now, like if you're busted in Florida, which is the first thing that came up, um, if convicted, you could be sentenced to 30 years in prison and a maximum fine of ten thousand dollars. Well, 30 wow. years for spacking a drink? Which is yeah. good, because that's some well, fucked yeah, up shit. That, that, that made you intend to do some fucked up shit to people. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. It's uh, it's made it's made the list. Don't go spiking anybody's drink in Florida or anywhere. Florida man will kick your ass anyway. You'll be all right. That's right. Nobody <laughs> needs to spike Florida man's drink. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> they have enough, enough problems over there. <laughs> um, so the doctor tells them that he'd been they kept going on about this wedding they'd been to the best little chapel right it looks like the kind of place that rachel and i are going to redo our vows we've said we're going to redo our vows yeah somewhere. Do. i, I want, I'm, I want a, like a, a little elvis to marry me and kirsty we're, we're absolutely <laughs> we're absolutely going to do that it's going to be amazing um and when they get in um, Eddie, who I think is the best character in the movie, myself, the owner of the chapel. Where did you recognise Eddie from, John? He's the coach and uh, the, the Goldbergs. Coach of the Goldbergs, it? yeah. So he, uh, he I oh, loves the Goldbergs. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we uh, John has been recommending the Goldbergs to me for like two years, and I finally got around. Ah, fucking long ago. And it's, yeah, it's so sweet. It. Yeah, it's so sweet and inoffensive. It's great. Um, they're going through the photos. <laughs> Stu married Heather Graham. He is punching the fuck above his weight. Yeah. Because <laughs> she is beautiful. Why is Heather Graham not married to uh, to, to your man Phil? Man, think of the babies. Think of the babies. Uh, I think I think she's too old for him, though, because I think um, he's Bradley Cooper's got a thing for younger girls, you know? Has he? Oh, no. Uh, I think oh, his partner's that, been quite young. Oh, no. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, he doesn't date anybody. <laughs> exactly. Like Another Leo. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I, I have a thing about Las Vegas marriage, if y'all would like oh, to lovely. hear it. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, marriage licenses are issued with no waiting period in Las Vegas, which is different than pretty much everywhere else in the United States. And where we live in South Carolina, there's actually a 24-hour waiting period. So you have to go and apply for your license and then wait 24 hours, mm-hmm. which kind of stops the drunken... Sobering up. You know, yeah. disaster it's weddings. Just yeah, once a year once a wears off. <laughs> Technically, though, it is illegal to get married drunk in Las Vegas, but nobody actually enforces that law. <laughs> That's like that whole tattoo thing, isn't it? You can't be drunk, you get a tattoo. Fuck yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's like, technically, you can't be drunk, but we're willing to overlook it. As long as you got the money. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Britney Spears got married to Kevin Federline in Vegas. I assume they were wrecked. Yeah. Uh, I would hope so. Right? I had to. That was horrible. Like, I look- I looked up the pricing for this, so the, the basic package starts $150 and up, which includes a chapel, efficient, scripted vows, music, two guests, handling of paperwork, five digital photos, 
That's pretty much it. Aye. That's all right for 150 bucks. That'll do the job. <laughs> Does a job. Yeah, absolutely. I take my own photos. <laughs> five digital photos. Specifically five digital photos. <laughs> uh, the baby is hers. So they're going to get an annulment because he does annulments as well. But they've got to find Jade first. So he just gives out the address. But I guess it is Stu's wife. So he can do His wife, um, yeah, yeah. They, they, they're heading towards their place. But as they're about to head off, this pair of goons show up and start smashing up the car. Where is he? Where is he? And they're like, we don't know where he is. Obviously, they're looking for... Doug, or at least they think they are. Um, mm-hmm. They speed off away from them and get to Jade's apartment. Uh, she's really into him as well, and she's so much nicer than the lassie at home. Like she is just yeah. love. She and she obviously adores him, and you're like, okay, fine, that's nice. Yeah. Yep. Um, Give them that. They're yeah, much yeah. much nicer, I can assure you, than Homer and Ned's Vegas wives. In that Simpsons episode, <laughs> that was a fabulous episode. <laughs> it's a great episode. It is a lot of fun. It's a good episode. Um, she's wearing his grandma's ring, which he was gonna he was gonna propose to uh, to the to the other one with. Um, there, there's a line at some point with it's it's a Holocaust ring. It's like, oh, did they get a yeah. ring for going through the Holocaust? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I, th- I was expecting a Christopher Walken walking one log where he st- stuck up an ass <laughs> with a watch. <laughs> and apparently that whole line, you know, I didn't know they gave rings in the Holocaust. It was just like an ad lib thing that he just oh, said. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah few, there's it wasn't written in. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a few bits, a lot of the music <laughs> in it, a lot of the songs that we're singing were all ad-libbed as well. All right, okay, well, I'm sure we'll come to one of those at some point. Um, she says, she says, uh, he says, oh, she says, I got off my shift. And he says, yeah, you got off your shift, so you're either a nurse or you're a, D- a blackjack dealer. And she's like, no, I'm a stripper. Well, actually, I'm an escort, but being a stripper allows me to do things. Uh, but no more of that. Now I've married a doctor. And he says what everybody else has been saying throughout. No, no, I'm just a dentist. I'm kind of like, that is funny. That is good. That is good. The cops burst in and arrest them. Uh, Phil uses his one call to tell Tracy that they're going to stay one more night. They're going to come home on the morning yep. of the wedding. So... The cops have impounded the Merc. They found it parked in the middle of Las Vegas Boulevard with four books um, and a note that says, uh, can't I, find I a meter. Here's the money. I've got a fact here. Please. So I'm about, to, I'm about to interrupt. <laughs> Las Vegas parking meters. <laughs> so street parking is limited to two or four hours and costs $1 per hour. Where did so, you find all this weird shit out at, Kelly? You found the most weird facts I've ever heard in my life. You the most obscure no, facts I've ever heard in my life. I love them. I, I listen because I watched the movie and I, I, it was like, what do I wonder about? Well, I uh, wonder about what the parking meter is. That's the podcast. Yeah. That's the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm gonna try to catch up with you, Kelly. I got my shot glass. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done driving for the day. I can't get the car started. Please do. All right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so they would have bought themselves four hours, which is all they could have had anyway, and then they'd have been towed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Four hours max. Um, yeah. <laughs> he explains to the cops that they should be blamed for losing the squad car. He says, if I, look, I'm a teacher. If I lose one of the kids, um, then it looks bad on me. So this looks bad on you. Let's work out a deal. And I was kind of like, that's fucking brilliant, Phil. Well done, you. 
It is absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. It's an absolute masterstroke. So they work out a deal. They take them to this school kid tour to be tasered. <laughs> right. <laughs> this little girl shoots Phil in the balls with the taser. And this second kid tasers Alan in the face. And actually, he does a good job of just keeping at it. But he's, he's, his face is getting redder and he's staggering around. Yeah. He's like Frankenstein's monster. And they give him another taser. I love Rob Riggle as the cop, too. I've got yeah. some facts here. I'll go for oh, it. Fun fact, Rob Riggle used to be in the Marines. He was like a sergeant. Everybody oh, really? thought he was funny. Oh, did he? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah he, so, Dave, I thought he was funny. He decided to go into comedy afterwards. All right. He that is, that is actually. That yeah. is actually one of my facts. Rob Riggle. Oh, so it's awful. 23. Facts, isn't it, Kelly? It's terrible. Yeah. No. Tw- he served 23 years in the U.S. Marine Corps Damn. and achieved the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. He won several medals for his service, including the Meritorious Service Service Medal, the Navy and Marine Corps Commendation Medal, and the Combat Action Ribbon. So he's Damn. a hero, he and is, he's just yeah. like a ridiculous dude. Like, like you have to like save you like, have to save people in combat to get that last ribbon. That's like he yeah, probably saved a bunch. Yeah, of people he's an actual hero, but you wouldn't know it to look at him like his characters. But also, um, so wow. so they they referred to what they were shooting in the movie as a stun gun. But what they were actually using was a taser. And there is a difference. Um, Stun guns administer an electric shock through direct contact. So you Mm -hmm. tap somebody with a taser. Mm -hmm. No, you tap somebody with a stun gun. gun. Tasers... You shoot people like they have little shoot barbs up. that stick yeah. in your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shoot out the things. So what they were using in the movie was tasers, not stun guns. Right. Yeah. I was I was actually trying to see where's the where's the worst place you could hit somebody with a taser or stun gun. Actually, it doesn't tell you, but it does tell you that the, the best places to hit them are the neck and torso, particularly under the arm or upper shoulder, the groin and upper hip. <laughs> so you can I'm hit somebody in the balls. balls. Yeah. yeah. So there's a bunch of nerves up here that probably man, you can't do anything with the neck. Yeah. You just, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you break your neck trying to. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Karen have actually seen somebody get tapped with a stun gun. I've never oh, seen anybody got shot with a shot. taser. We have one in the house. I can go get it and tase myself real quick. <laughs> Sorry, stun myself. I won't, but you, no. we have one. Like, you can Ooh. just get them at the yeah, jockey no. lot here or the flea market. I don't know, that. I don't know what y'all like, <laughs> want me. What would y'all call that? Do y'all have flea markets in? Uh, yeah, yeah, got, kind of, like, yeah, kind of car boot sales. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we, um, it's illegal. I like mean, we know this because we, yeah, we, we learned this. We learned this at a recent episode. It's illegal to um, own a taser in the UK. So I'm not going to use that as a fact because oh. we know that already. But tasers send fifty thousand volt pulse, um, and once deployed, it's designed to pulse for five seconds unless the operator keeps the finger on the trigger and you can shoot somebody from up to 20 feet away. Mm. Only the police can have them in, uh, in, in the UK. That's fascinating. There you go. Mm, absolutely. Um, so we've been tasered and that's them off the hook. So they're going to pick up the car the now and they're one. conscious that the car's going to be a wreck because they've been driving drunk. Uh, but earlier on, they'd mentioned that Phil's a brilliant drunk driver. Like he's their designated yeah. drink driver, which I thought was a yeah. kind of a, a nice line. Um, now, look, you guys need to tell us something because it's something that's always on my mind. Drink driving in the states just seems to be the standard. Like, like 
people like do it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people do it. Um, especially in the South, because nobody wants to admit that they're too drunk to drive. Mm. Um, me, I will not drive if I've had any. So if I go out and I know I'm gonna drink, I'm Ubering. I'm Ubering yeah. there. I'm Ubering home. Yeah, for me, I know my limitations, and I know that if I go out and I want to drink, I want to drink a lot. Like I don't want to be. You know, like, I have to drive home. I can only have one sip of this mm. cocktail. No, no. Yeah. I I'm can't drive hungover. Over. I can't drunk, I, I drive hungover, so I, I couldn't imagine what it's like drunk. Uh, drunk so yeah, I do, I do not drunk drive, but a lot of people do, especially in the, the South, because, you know, they're like... Yeah, I can drive good as fuck drunk. <laughs> and then they you're not allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed to drive in Scotland after a single drink. You're not allowed a single drink. Yeah, you can't have any alcohol in your system whatsoever. Oh, that's interesting. There is a limit here. It's um I think that's two drinks. Like if you're you're uh, per well, hour, it depends on your, your size and stuff. Right. I think though, yeah, roughly, if you have a couple yeah, drinks, you have to wait. But yeah, yeah, like a lot of people probably wouldn't blow drunk after one beer. So how do they place zero? Literally, so they, if, if they suspect you're uh, you've been drinking or you do something stupid, the first thing you do is do a breathalyzer test, and if you've got anything in your system at all, anything. So anything, any any. Yeah. Yep. Even if even if you were drinking the night before and you've still got it in your system, you'll still get charged with drunk driving. Yeah. Oh wow! And I'm, so I'm, yeah, still a thing you here. can get away with kind of one. You can get away with one drink, really, like like a, a pint of light beer or maybe a half mm. of a stronger beer. Yeah, yeah. One iron brew in Scotland, and it's all over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fascinating. We would never so make like, it out. Like, I wonder how that. I mean, I wonder how that works in court, though. Like, you know, could somebody say, you know. I just like switched some, you know, mouthwash. Yeah. That contained mm. alcohol or something that, I mean. Yeah. It's the numbers. But generally, it's the numbers. Really it works yeah. on the numbers. Yeah. So it's you, you, yeah, you, you, you're convicted on your numbers. Simple as that. Yeah. So, whatever. so maybe if it, like, the number is just a little bit above, they don't even bother to take it to court or something. You know, uh, no, no, I know here yeah. because there's, there's, there's only five million odds days up here, so <laughs> it's easily easily policed. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the car's in mint condition. They find some black shoes, men's size six, five in the UK. John, I think that's your shoe size, isn't it? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> and, a, and, a, <laughs> uh, and a used condom. Um, uh, it's banging from the truck. Somebody had, somebody had a posh wank in that like, car. <laughs> somebody did have a posh wank. You're right. No, <laughs> you're right. So um, Were you here for the uh, posh wank? I was not here for the posh wank. I don't know what that is. That's, 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 that's what we do later on and end up on a that's, register. That's why we're, that's that's why we're taping the show. <laughs> they open up and there's a naked Asian man with a tire iron. The always brilliant <laughs> Ken Jong. Right, and Ken Jong's yeah. brilliant. He's fantastic. He yeah. did used to be a doctor, right? Fantastic. Thanks for adding that one. That's that's going on the list. And he's still a doctor. I have, he keeps his. I have facts on that too. Tell us, tell us about Ken Jong's doctorate. So Ken Jong 
uh, as you said, is a doctor, and he mentions that every time. <laughs> He's got a fucking TV show named after it, right? But he, he... Where he was a doctor. Yeah, Doctor Ken. <laughs> I, I didn't know that, but he does talk about all the stuff. But he. I mean, he's hometown for us, practically, because he got his bachelor's at Duke and his MD from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. So he is oh, right across the border. Yeah, so he is right across from us. So, and um, apparently he practiced for quite a while as a physician of internal medicine and was hitting the comedy clubs at night while he was still a doctor. Like, and eventually decided he liked being a comedian better than being a doctor, and Don't. that's kind of how that happened. But yeah, it's fascinating to me that Ken Jong went to school in North Carolina. That's your takeaway that he went to school in North Carolina. Yeah, I guess. He tends to assist with any medical. Emergencies on set. Uh, the only, the first thing I remember him being in turns out to be the first thing he's ever been in, and he's the, he's the doctor. He's one of the doctors in Knocked Up. That's Seth Rogen. Oh yeah, he's the one. who's like, oh, you've been smoking, you've been smoking a little cigarette, and he's making fun. <laughs> yes, I feel like that's how he oh really was as a doctor. <laughs> I oh, totally forgot about that, but that is, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I he forgot is, Knocked Up was a thing. It's yeah. I, I think it probably deserves a revisit. So, John, what's the story with the pube pants? Oh, no, it's, it's worth pube pants. Basically, it's, it's, it's Bradley Cooper had a face full of pubes when he'd done the scene. So, yeah, he was wearing a pair of pubic pants. Pubic pants. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, the rage. It's, uh, next, next year's a uh, Halloween costume right there. Pubic pants. <laughs> oh, God. So... Uh, so he's 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 going to town on them with this tire iron. Uh, is Ken Jong, and he's about to hit Alan, and Alan's like, "No, don't! I hate Godzilla too." And I was like, oh, <laughs> "That was good." He, he destroys these. I hate him too. I'm on your side. <laughs> he, he beats them all up, runs off into the desert, completely naked, and. Um, Alan admits that he put roofies in the drink, thinking it was ecstasy. Um, they head back to the suite. There's a guy in there listening to Phil Collins. We've talked Sweet. about I feel like a guy is a massive understatement. A guy, a guy like... well, yeah, just some fucking. I mean, punk. some random. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? What guy? Do we know anything in particular about Mike Tyson? We do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he's done, he done this film just for drugs. He's done it for the drugs. Oh. He, was on, he was on cocaine all the way through his, his filming. All right, wow. So I uh, just done it to feel, feel, his, uh, feel his drug habit. But after that, apparently after the film, though, he, he changed his ways and changed his lifestyle. But he does have seven uh, lions or tigers. All right, I know he loves pigeons. Pigeons? He's yeah. Actually, his very first fight when he was a kid, he got into a fight over someone that messed with one of his pigeons he... He likes to raise and 
and start with. So the reason he's a boxer is someone fucked with his pigeons. Don't fuck with the pigeons. What? Exactly. That's so fucking weird. I mean, I get it, but uh, you're not weird, Mike Tyson. If I see you, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if he's still 55. He, I don't know if y'all seen him fucking shadow oh, box yeah. recently. Yeah, he's, he is still yeah. fucking insane. Still good at, yeah. still good at. Now, this this is a What's thing that, that probably oh. you don't do in in the south of the states that we do in the northeast of England, and that's racing pigeons. Are you aware of this? No. You set pigeons. You set no. pigeons off. Yep. somewhere miles from home and they're what's called homing pigeons and they come home and the first one to get home that that the person wins. that rears them wins the prize and that's an ancient like ancient messenger sport. pigeons with nothing to that's do that's right exactly it's an I like it i like it out a little bit, but i'm selling some land for a, for a couple of guys at the moment who have always had pigeons and only now that the guy is 96 years old has he given up his pigeon loft and the pigeons so it's kind of like a dying art in this country but i would love to think that somewhere in the north of England, Mike Tyson turns up and says, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I've, I've got my pigeons. I'm just going to wait for my pigeons to come, come over here. We can get up to some flying. And Mike, if you're listening, <laughs> fuck you. I don't care. Um, Aye. And if you're listening, that's, that's basically his Donald Trump as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody Every you do person. sounds like Donald Trump. Kelly, <laughs> uh, what did you have on uh, Iron Mike? So I have um, Mike Tyson actually owned a tiger for 16 years named Kenya. And his neighbor jumped the fence and Kenya tore his neighbor's arm off. Um, Mike, Mike Tyson was actually not at fault because the neighbor did jump the fence being an ass. Uh, but he did give her $250,000 for her medical beer her medical bills. Did she know there was a tiger there? Medical bills. Medical bills. And he got rid of his tiger. Did she know about the tiger before she jumped the fence? Fuck yeah. She wanted to go like hang out with the tiger thinking that it was tame and everything. She hung out with it. I mean, that's what you expect a tiger to do. Not eat your arm. Are you serious? No, you can't jump your neighbors. But, I, know, I mean, yeah. he's like an attack tiger, baby. <laughs> anyway, uh, he had to get rid of his tiger because his neighbor hell? was a douche. Was, was it because it was, it was costing him an arm and a leg? Well, he got rid of it just because, <laughs> like, I guess I guess the, the, neighbor, the neighborhood sentiment would have been, like, Put it down or whatever yeah. because yeah, rip some design. You gotta sell them though without it. You gotta sell them though without it. What I can tell, tell you Joel. about um, about Iron Mike is that he his record was fifty eight fights, fifty wins, forty four by knockout, six losses. Um, he fought my mate uh, Frank Bruno. Britain's Frank Bruno, in, La- in the Las Vegas Hilton in 1989. Tyson won in the fifth by technical knockout. Bruno should be a national treasure due to his mental health issues. I think he probably isn't. Tyson, however, yeah. very keen to mention that, please, nobody should forget right now that he raped somebody. He raped a woman in 1992 did jail time because he's a fucking asshole. I believe it was Robin Givens, the actress, it was, was yeah. who he was His accused of raping. Yeah, Robin Givens, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they were they were dated for a while and then got married and then it was a whole thing. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, in the air tonight, the Phil Collins song. Uh, we've talked about it before. The debut solo single for Phil Collins, 1981. Um, 
it's it went platinum and sold uh, nine million singles in the states. Nine Jesus. million. How shit was music back in 1981? <laughs> and also, multiple people have covered this song. Like, oh, right. okay. Like, in this moment, covered this song. And yeah. it never gets any better. This is not no, a good no, song. No, no. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm no one who does this, not a good song. No, I'm not a big fan either. I'm not a massive Phil Collins fan, to be honest. Um, South Park did it best when they did, Oh, Phil Collins, and I've won an Oscar. Uh, right, okay, let's get back to the movie. The tiger is his. As, as we've discussed in, in some detail, he wants them to take the tiger back. So Stu has to give it this huge steak with five roofies in it. Okay. I hope you two are, I hope you two are ready. Certainly. Maybe even the three of you are ready. I don't know if you've, you've prepared this. Are we um, singing? Stu, Stu is singing this wonderful song about the tiger. <laughs> and I might have mentioned to um, Kelly earlier on, on that I, um, that, that I mentioned I it you to him. They, they are aware. Okay. Do you Hold want on, to let me, I got to pull up the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. American, American singing. <laughs> All right, we're doing it. We're do. We're going to fucking do it. This is Stu's song. You ready, Kelly? Yes. <laughs> what do, do tigers dream of <laughs> when they take a little tiger snooze? Do they dream of mauling zebras? <laughs> Or Halle Berry <laughs> in her catwoman cat suit. suit. <laughs> Don't you wear your pretty strap head. head. We're, We're gonna get you back to and your cozy tiger bed. And then we're going to find our best, best friend, friend Doug. And then we're going to give him the best, best friend Doug. You got to give it the best Doug. Doug, 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 Doug. But if he's been murdered by Crystal Matt's well, then, then we're shit out of luck. That was good. That was good. Hey! That was terrible. I'm sorry to everybody here. But we tried. That's either the best podcasting of the year or the worst, and I am not entirely sure why. That's going to be the worst because oh. we can't get right. Apparently, our worst resonates with the people. So. That's, that's it. Fine. So you bring it to Washington, people. <laughs> Jesus. The, the, I'm the sorry for that. <laughs> I feel the need to apologize multiple times. That's what editing's for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you just going to edit that whole shit out? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, me and John are gonna keep. Me and John are gonna keep that for our. Uh, it's in our secret stash. Aye, that's for the, the gag reel. Aye, that's for the best bits on it. Yeah, no, I, I fully yeah, expect you to release it. Yeah. Fully, then, we all fully expect you to release it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're in the car, uh, heading off with the tiger because it's passed out now. And and Alan says, "When's the next Haley's Comet pass?" And I was kind of like, "Whoa, I got Haley's a fact. Comet. That's the thing. Tell us." Haley's Comet? The next Haley's Comet is July 28th, 2061. 
Woofed. And the, the last one was 1986. <laughs> no, I, remember I won't make that. I'm going to be dead by uh, 2061. I can fucking promise you all that. <laughs> um, Cat's going to eat you. <laughs> eaten by Alsatians, uh, like Bridget Jones. Um, as they are, as they're, they're, they're driving along uh, through this tunnel, this tiger puppet wakes up and starts to kind of scare them. They smash up the car uh, and lock it in. It starts eating the seats. They end up pushing the car to Tyson's the last mile. He's got the security cameras. The video shows them stealing the tiger. Uh, and Alan in the, in the pool, yeah. Which, uh, which, which is, which, hang on, which is, which is what a man who raped somebody is upset about. I'm just going to put that. Just <laughs> be very clear. He's upset about that. His fucking process doesn't work. Um, but Doug was there while they were stealing the tiger and pretending to fuck it uh, at 3:30 a.m. <laughs> so they're driving back to the hotel. They get rammed by these gangsters, and Ken Yong gets out of the car. Now, he's wearing what I assume is very expensive gear, right? But he looks, yeah. he just looks, I mean, he looks like he's casual. It's awful, isn't it? These slacks, these mm. white slacks, and all this kind of stuff, this, this sweat. It looks like Alan Partridge. Um, the, he says, you, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, no, it's a, it's a British TV, TV, TV character. Um, he demands his purse back. It matches Alan's satchel. And Alan's like, it's not a purse, it's a satchel. No, it's a purse. You stole from the wrong guy. And, and the joke is that he's got a bit of an accent. That's the joke. Um, they get Alan's, it's empty. He says, this one's empty. No, there's Skittles in there! He claims to have Doug and will swap him for the 80 grand. So there's 80 grand's worth of chips in there, apparently. Um, I'll meet you at the big rock in the Mojave Desert at dawn. And this is the line, isn't it, that everybody loves? Toodaloo, motherfucker! Everyone's so into it. <laughs> Everyone loves that line. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost there, folks. Jesus, it's been a fucking ride. Um, they're ripping apart the apartment for the bag. They All they find is the book that he was reading earlier on. And the next scene... It's Phil and Alan dressed as Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. Now, this is 2009, right? And yep. we are doing a Rain Man parody. Rain Man was like, what, 89? <laughs> this is 30 fucking years on. What are we I doing? Actually love, I actually love the on. Rain Man parody. I love the Rain Man parody. I thought Pamper it was so, so <laughs> funny. Pam Wapner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm a good I driver. I was so <laughs> Twenty minutes to Wapner. <laughs> I, I thought it. I thought it was so funny. I absolutely yeah, loved it. Considering what yeah. they were about to do, I thought it was fabulous. I loved it. And now, this is this is a little bit of a heist thing, which me and John, of course, and listeners will know we love. Jade's there with Stu, and. She says the pit boss is onto us because she knows because she's obviously she's a local. She's like the pit boss is onto yeah. us. The pit boss is onto us. Here he comes, and she pretends to fall and pass out uh, or injure herself. And the pit boss is like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely fine." Oh, hang on, no, no, hang on, you're not fine. You've you've really hurt yourself. She's like, "Yeah, it's really hurting." And then as soon as they notice that that they're away with the chips. That's it. They're back. And I'm kind of like, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Up you get. And they jump up. A pit boss is a person... Oh, well, I actually love that scene because I kind of felt like that was the, the moment that Stu and, and Jade kind of were 
together in the might be yeah, together in the future. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's kind of like there's, there's he, cuddles and kisses. It's nice, yeah. And I think that's yeah, the point him. where he decided that when he went back, yeah. he was going to like be like, fuck you, bitch, <laughs> to his current girl. Yeah, and yeah to, to, because to she Melissa. Was awful. Yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely. Melissa. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah. And they... So that that's kind of the thing. So a pit boss is the person who manages staff on the casino floor. Um, it's also the name of a high-end barbecue chief. Of course, um, you would know that living in the south, um, and yeah. not to be confused, John, with the uh, game from 1990, the Atari arcade game Pit Fighter, that had there you That's go, right? Now back. we're talking. I was played as the big wrestler dude. I love yeah, that one for real. I like that game. Oh, you did. So did I, man. So did I. Fantastic. <laughs> there you go, Ryan. We need to, Ryan. Me, you, and John need to start a video game podcast. A retro game. That's gaming. what needs to happen. Yeah. That's that shit. Oh, well, I could talk some shit. I've had I've had every system back to the twenty six hundred, just about minus oh. two or three. Like uh, even I had the thirty two X for a while. Wow. I know oh, y'all yeah, remember yeah. how bad that's. No, I had a friend of the 32X. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a fucking waste. Yeah, of Kelly, you don't know what this is. You remember the Sega Genesis? It was a system that locked into the cartridge okay. part yeah. on top of that. Then you put another cartridge on top of that to make it a better system. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, but it, it did have I my favorite. I on and, and I am feeling that so much right now. <laughs> yeah, because we don't, we don't give a shit about what y'all are talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> Move, moving swiftly along. Um, <laughs> oh. Make it bigger. There you go. There you go. Nerd. And we're now back to the scene from the start. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Giggle fits. <laughs> we got the... There we go. That's okay. So we're now back to the scene from the start. Um, your man turns up for his money, uh, and we find out that he's called Chow. This guy's called Chow. Um, they give him his money, and they give him the guy with a sack over his head that's Doug. They take the sack off, and it's not Doug. Well, it is. It's a guy called Doug, but it turns out it's the dealer that gave your man Alan the roofies, who is also mm. called Doug. Yeah. It's classic, classic. It happens all the time, says Alan. He drives off with the money, <laughs> and it's the scene from the start. Doug the dealer's saying, you should call them floories, not roofies, because you hit the floor, you don't hit the roof. That jogs something in Stu's mind, which is fucking very niche, as far as I'm concerned. And he stops Phil from telling him, from telling the wife to be what the you know what what the crack is, uh, and says I yeah. think he's on the roof. So they go to the roof of the the building where they were at the start of the movie, and he's there, very dehydrated, very sunburnt, looking as orange as Donald Trump. He really did, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, they get him, they and get he's up there because they put him up there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they carry him up there on his. On his own mattress. There are no flights out of LA, so they've got to drive. Stu speaks to Jade, and she hands back his grandma's ring. She tells him that he pulled his own tooth in a bet. Uh, the bet was that he was a better dentist than anyone said he was. Oh, the fucking pain. Uh, Stu says he's going to come back and take her on a date, and that's the sweetest thing in the whole movie, as far as I'm concerned. It's fantastic. I absolutely agree. I love that. I love that moment. I love. No, it was good. Yeah, I think it's super sweet, and yeah, I wish that we get together. 
Yeah, and, and I'm sure they do. Driving back, Doug found the original 80k in his pocket. Like he's got 80 grand's worth of chips in his pocket. How the fuck do you chips manage that? Chips and all. Yeah. Um, they get tuxedos dropped off on the highway by this guy throwing them out the back of a van who is apparently one of Alan's mates. So, <laughs> I'm sure there's a missing scene there somewhere regarding Alan's pager. I'm certain of it. Yes. There's a, there's a, there's a kind of like a like scene omitted kind of bit there. Uh, but the guy's like throwing yeah. these packages in brown paper at them. Yeah, because how did that? How does that arrangement happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah no. uh, absolutely. No, just give it a new like, How how are those um, how are those suits not creased to fuck in, in packed up in a brown paper bag? Mm. You know, I know. So bloody films. They they get back. <laughs> um, I've I've put here. Doug looks like he's been tangoed, which means something to our British listeners, but not to our American listeners. Um, Melissa approaches Stu. Oh, they 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 do the wedding. It's great, fantastic. They're only a couple of hours late. Um, Melissa approaches Stu, shouting. She knows they were in Vegas. He tells her she's a bad person and leaves. Um, and I've, I've just written here because men are so fucking hard done to, aren't they? Poor men. I really fucking feel for men. Um, I don't, of course. If you can't tell, I was being sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> um, they get married. She was a she was she was a cunt though. <laughs> she was a fucking prick, wasn't she? She was awful. That's, and, yeah, she was. She was not nice. What she was is a bad crack, cunt. What is the crack with this guy, by the way? This wedding singer that they've got, who's like your man. I've got the some facts singer. here. I'll go. I've got wedding. some facts. Yes. All right. So, the Dan Band. This is led by Dan Affinity. He's also the foul-mouthed wedding band in old school. Did y'all see old school? Oh, I've seen old. Todd Phillips also did old school. I looked it up. He's the same yeah. director. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, and also the Bat Mitzvah band in Starsky and Hutch. Right. Yeah, I've kind of. I have seen that movie. I don't remember a lot about it. Yeah. So, a fact: you can hire the Dan Band to play your wedding or whatever for thirty thousand to fifty thousand dollars. But apparently, they just like take songs that are you know normally played at weddings or whatever these events are, and just make them nasty by saying like fuck a lot. They identify them. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the band from uh, the wedding singer, the John Lovitz band, where that's, he does the cover yeah, of Crazy yeah. Night. Oh, oh, that's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us, give, give uh, our yeah, that's wedding singer me of. to listen because if you can find a DJ that can move and shake like this, this is a <laughs> I love that. I fucking love John Lovitz. Yeah. But yeah, this guy all he does is take. Songs and make them just fucking filthy. <laughs> Let's be entirely honest. I'm pretty sure in South Carolina you've got a hundred bands that can do that, and they'll do it for like. Actually, yeah, we know. just we uh, pretty much just saw do, that like a month ago. Tips. That band we wanted to see. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I have no idea. Okay. 
so yeah, oh, no, I was, I was, I was kind of into that, but I wasn't. And there's a bit where he's kind of going, "Fame, I want to live forever." And I was like, "Yeah, I quite like that." As a man who had a band at his wedding, not a not a wedding type band, we had an actual band at our wedding who don't play covers, huh? who are a band we love, and big fans of, and are friends of ours. Um, they came and just played their brand of music, and everyone was kind of like, "This is really fucking weird." And I was like, yeah, we'll go by the CD. <laughs> and the guys, were like, the guys were like, yeah, we didn't bring any CDs. What the fuck are you playing at? Why didn't you bring CDs? You should have bought CDs. But we got them new fans. We definitely got them new fans. Sid takes Doug aside. And Doug is just about to admit to the car, the issue with the car. And Sid says, it's a wedding mm. gift. I know you love the car. But I was thinking, he's going to spend like 100 grand getting that fixed. Yeah. You've got it's got to be yeah, written. Yeah. Just write it off. You've got to write it off. You've got to write it off. Um, the sun's setting and the boys are drinking and they find uh, Alan's camera. They agree to delete all the photos once they've seen them. Mm-hmm. And that's the credits. The credits are the photos. The photos. Some of the photos are great and and no, some of them are know, some, <laughs> some of them are great. Some of them are fantastic. There's some fighting. There's, there's Heather Graham's bum, so I was into that. There's yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's great as well. But, yeah. I, I like, I liked, and you know what? I, I said at the top of the show, I didn't really like the movie, and I didn't like it when I first watched it because people had said to me, "You've got to watch it. You'll love it. You'll absolutely love it." And they'd hyped it up beyond anything. And when I first watched it, I was like, "Most unforgettable film I've ever watched." But we watch unforgettable films on the regular on this podcast, mm-hmm. and this is probably yeah. one of the slightly better written films. It's certainly not one of the best directed films we've watched. It's certainly one of the better <clears throat> written films we've watched. And there's a lot of sweetness, and there's a lot of jokes, and there's a lot of there's a lot happening, and there's a bit of a heist, and I kind of like that. Mm. But yeah, I, I'll movie. not be rushing back to watch it again. I will not be watching the fucking sequels, mate. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like the second one. Yeah, yeah. we, we actually watched all three of them. The third one's okay. Not, eh. The second one's pretty fun. <laughs> If a film okay, has I'll, one that makes me laugh every time I hear it, it's a winner. And for this one, it's you go fuck on me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you gonna fuck on me? I will never stop laughing ever <laughs> when I hear it. It will never not be funny. But I do want to talk about the very, very end of the film because I have I have some facts here. Please. Um, so at the very, very end, when they're looking at the pictures, a couple of people pop up. And um, one of those people is Carrot Top. So I look at Carrot Top and what, he, and what he's doing in Vegas. So he is currently playing at the Luxor Hotel and Casino. And ticket prices for him are forty to seventy-five dollars, and you can add in a meet and greet for forty-three fifty. So you, you can, can do a or you can just put yourself in the fucking movie. face. No, Chairman of the board. <laughs> that's his movie from the nineties. Yeah. You should do a podcast on it. Yeah. Well, do you know what the thing is? I I only know Carrot Top. From American podcasts, we—he's not a thing over here. We—I oh. could not. Yeah. Pick him I don't out know why he's a thing here. He was a <laughs> slightly popular stand-up comedian in the late '80s and got a movie or two, and then into nowhere. But yeah, also, he's, he's up there we have with Wayne Gallagher. Hinn. 
for us. We don't know who that is either. Oh, seen Wayne Newton. No. Wayne Newton is also featured in this. And I actually thought that his ticket prices would be way higher than Carrot Top's. Because I kind of feel like he's like a Las Vegas god or whatever. But he's he's been performing in Vegas for over 50 years. But his ticket prices are about $117. That's the average for his ticket prices. What what way songs will we know, Kelly? Do what now? Donka Shane. Oh, Donka Shane. Donka Shane. Which actually means thank you in German, right? Yeah. Yeah, just the fact that, you know, he's been in Vegas forever, but he was actually, um, he actually just had to cancel the rest of this year because he got hurt. Um, He had a back injury. And, like, in October, he canceled the rest of his shows. So, hopefully, he will get well soon. Hopefully yeah. so, yeah. Good, th- good, good thoughts for Wayne Newton. Correct, yeah. <laughs> um, right, the only things I've got to add, and I'm sure other people have got other things, the Mojave Desert I missed is located in the rain shadow of Sierra Nevada Mountains. The Joshua Tree is exclusive to the desert home. Uh, so it's exclusive to that particular desert, and it's home to the Devil's Playground, which is 40 miles of dunes and salt flats. I think that's my... Oh, um, you can't leave children in cars. You just can't do it, people. Please don't do it. Um, 19 states in the US have laws that specifically make it illegal to leave a child unattended in a vehicle, but there's no specific law against leaving a child in a vehicle in the UK because it's always fucking cold and raining. I've I have one more thing. Uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except herpes. Yeah. So I actually <laughs> want to see. Okay. <laughs> so I actually want to see. Um, Las Vegas actually does not even make the top twenty-five cities with the highest STD rates. But that's because that's when you get it, you go back home and take it with yeah. you. Yeah. The, that's why uh, it's so low. You get it from there and take it back home. The current number one is actually Jackson, Mississippi, <laughs> with 4,281 STD cases per 100,000 people. Damn. Wow. Wow. Jesus. That's like 4%. Holy <laughs> shit. That's excessive. I feel like that's excessive. But actually, Las Vegas is not doesn't even crack, you know, crack the top twenty-five. Wow. A lot of dirty dicks in Mississippi. Uh, yep, yeah, just a couple. The Eiffel well, Tower. More to add on. Was, oh no! I'm oh, done. Uh, the Eiffel Tower no was built for me. and erected in 1999. <laughs> um, right, okay. So uh, the average price of flowers is between eight to ten percent of a wedding budget in America. Oh, the Eiffel Tower and um, Las Vegas was erected in 1999. Uh, and that's it. So, lovely, lovely, lovely guests. Lovely drunk guests. And if you're not drunk, you should be. <laughs> they really are. Uh, let's start with Ryan. Do you want to tell us how many things you think we learned, considering that you fucked off halfway through the podcast to go and help somebody start his car? <laughs> oh, yeah, you and still that. couldn't fucking do it, you fucking loser. How many things do you think <laughs> we learned without you, you prick? <laughs> 43 43 okay Kara 
How many things do you think we learned? 87. 87. You were here for the whole thing, so okay. Kelly, how many exactly things do you think mind. we learned? I think we learned 112. Fucking hell. Okay. John, how many things did we learn? <laughs> uh, 95. Uh, we learned <laughs> one, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. 121 oh. things we learned. That's 11 to wear. I love it. Nice shit, isn't it? Well done. That's pretty good. I don't know because I, I'm downstairs. I've had to move for the internet. So I don't know if that's our record, but I will post on Twitter if it is. Well done, lovely cool. people, for getting to Well done, guys. Well done. Thanks. Kelly, Cara, Ryan, do you want to tell us where we can find whatever the fuck you do, wherever the fuck you do? <laughs> 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 you com, and we're on Podbean. Uh, Spotify, Apple, any, any, yeah. If you search Drunk Theory, the podcast that shows up is probably us. It better be us. We own that now. Better, yeah. <laughs> we'll sue you. We'll sue you so hard. Right now, Ryan, Ryan's, Ryan's voice is just as good as anybody else's, and we haven't heard nearly enough of it, man. I could listen to you all day, pal. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. You, you, you smooth, smooth as bourbon, although the bourbon I'm drinking is shit. So, you know, what do I know? Uh, <laughs> I normally drink much better bourbon, actually. I, I don't know if you've ever had it. It's a, oh, where are my bottle? You drank it all. No, I've got an empty one. Woodford Reserve. Yeah. It's I'm very, very it. fucking good. I and, love it. I, I bought the cheapest bourbon I could find just for this podcast. I'm drinking I love Jim Beam. <laughs> I, I like Jim Beam, Jim Beam Black. I like but any I'm of a, their shit. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a malt whiskey man, and I'm used to it being a bit smoother than that, so. It is what it is. But yeah, I, 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 yeah I prefer bourbon instead of... Yeah, okay. I'm different. You like a bit of fire, and that's good. Yeah, you, yeah, that's... John, do you want to... Do do, do, John, do your, your best goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. See you all. If I don't see you through a week, I'll see you through a window. Is that the expression? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you so much, uh, Drunk Theory, for joining us. I've had a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, thank y'all for having us. Uh, it was, was fun, yeah. Fun. This was the most fun ever. I had so much fun. I had yeah. so much fun. I love y'all so I'm much. Enjoyed. So, yeah, look, you know where to get us. You can get us on um, the Twitters at 100thingspod. You can get us on everywhere else on the internet, 100thingsfilm. Please also give a listen to our newest twin podcast where myself and my dear friend Tom the most English, northern English Yorkshireman that you've ever met in the world. Uh, talk about Simpsons and try and do this kind of thing, but with episodes of The Simpsons. Everything we learn from The Simpsons. You get us on Everything Simpsons Pod on Twitter, but you'll also find us wherever you find your podcast. Mm -hmm. At this point, if you do not find us where you find your podcast, please tell us because I'm trying desperately to get us on everything. Do what you can do. But other than that, go away and listen to Drunk Theory. Because they are lovely people. They're wonderful. They've got up early. They've started drinking early. Except Karu can't fuck. Uh, they just get shit faced too quick. <laughs> <laughs> she did say three hours later than me last night drinking. So. Kelly, Kelly is the hardest working person on podcast Twitter. And just is, is lovely. And she's she's basically flirting with all these podcasts while her husband's building a fucking garage. That's uh, fine. Mate. I'm a, a podcast slut. Uh, you, you said it on me, mate. Um, but look, thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad to be back. Series two 
We'll continue next week with some fucking bollocks. But they won't be here. But me and the big man will be. Join us next week. But for now, we have been 121 things that we learned about the hangover with hungover people. Drunk theory. See you, lovelies. Bye. See you, guys. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>